Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one here, Liverpool versus Manchester United in the Premier League. Yes, um, it's that time again where Sky Sports, NBC or whoever you watch um, football on hype up this game. Two of the biggest English clubs colliding once again. Um, this time the stakes are in weird circumstances because of this corona pandemic we're in. Um, coming into this game, Man United found themselves three points clear at the top and Liverpool found themselves in third because Leicester last night beat Southampton 1-0, 1-0, 2-0 at home last night which pushed them into second and Liverpool into third. But Liverpool with a win today could have um, propelled themselves back into first place and this, and assert some dominance. Um, yeah, and the worrying thing is when you see Sky Sports hype up games, the Liverpool United games, typically it's never as as much of a roller coaster ride as it should be. Um, would that be the case again? We'll get into that. Right, so. Obviously, the last time I did this podcast was nine days ago, the Aston Villa game. Um, has anything happened significantly since then? Well, we were all awaiting a potential centre-back to come in. Maybe. We were all awaiting uh, Matip to come back from injury. Because he had a groin injury that put him out of action for three months. We'll get into that as well. Um but yeah, it was a time for Liverpool to find themselves, to find a way to get themselves out this rut, to get themselves, to find a way to get scoring in the league again, get scoring, um, not even just get scoring, but actually winning. And what a game to do it in if it's Manchester United. But yeah, we'll get into that as well. So let's get into it. Let's get into the lineup. In goal, Alisson. Left back Robinson, centre backs Jordan Henderson, Fabinho, right back Trent Alexander Arnold, your midfield three, um, Ronaldum, Thiago, and Shakiri, and your usual front three up front. Okay, so off the basis of this lineup, if you had saw the LFC social media account on Friday, you would have seen that Matip was back in training. So there was the illusion of Matip will be fit to play for this game. He'll be fit to play in the big one. You don't want to see Henderson and Fabinho centre-back once again like the the other game. Um, it was Southampton where it completely went wrong. Um, but we had to see it again. Matip, although he's back from injury, was not fit enough to play this game. Which goes to show, once again, why we haven't bought a centre-back in. It is now 13 days left till the end of the transfer window. I am generally surprised we haven't taken any action. I know Liverpool, typically, January form is not the best, is not pleasant. um, Other than last season, where we dominated the league. But in typical Klopp seasons, every January... We seem to go through um, some stutters and, uh, and uh, hurdles and headaches. 
Um, and it was looking like this might be the case again. Having two of your best midfielders in the centre central back decision centre back um, position, and no Matip, which was very infuriating. And he wasn't even fit enough to be on the bench. By the way, same with Naby Keita, he wasn't fit enough to make the bench as well. So what does this tell you? Availability is the biggest currency, and once again in a key game, you don't see Keita, you don't see Matip. They are going to be surplus to requirements after the summer, I believe. Um, but yes, Thiago makes his Anfield debut finally. Finally, finally, finally. Four and a half months in and um, we've been awaiting. He's obviously had setbacks with the knee injury, COVID as well. Um, there's only six league appearance, I think. His six, or not all six appearance in general, um, yeah, it's a surprise. And then the front three, obviously, we're going to start because Jota is injured, um, and they're in. Then I think the front three are in a more concerning form than the backline, personally. But yeah, anyways, the game starts now. Um, Liverpool find themselves with most of the possession. Most of the possession. Um, the first kind of key chance-ish. Firmino on the ball. Instead to play Robertson in. Where he had nobody marking him down this overlapping run. Firmino chooses to shoot outside the box with his weaker foot. The ball does nothing. Absolutely nothing. That was the first frustrating moment. And then another chance came in. Robertson low cross into um, Firmino. Firmino should have put his foot through this one. Again, scuffs the, scuffs the shot again. Um, and that was Liverpool's real only main kind of threat and that was our first shot on target um in terms of Mo Salah on the ball terrible first half not even I don't even think it's a mixture of terrible and Luke Shaw just isolating him completely and Salah you you know when you watch Salah he does that thing when he dribbles and it just looks like he's dribbling into the defender intentionally. And he was doing that constantly again. Maguire shutting him out. Shaw shutting him out. And he just didn't have any answers at all in the first half. Um, Mane up against Wan-Bissaka. Who, who's a very good tackler by the way. There was times where he would get the upper hand on him. But again when it comes to the final third. And Liverpool need to make that key pass. Or a key shot. Is constantly under hit or under shot. Or it's just misplaced completely. And it's been the theme of Liverpool for the past month. And you've seen that once again today. Um, Thiago, he looks very imposing on the ball. He was tick, making things tick, making things happen. He was allowing Trent to bomb down the channels with the balls over the top. With the disguised passes here and there. Um, but yeah, all in all, that first half, Man United... Did very well to absorb pressure. They did very well to absorb the pressure from Liverpool. 
and Liverpool just didn't have the answers. Um, I don't even think Man United had a shot on target in the first half. They didn't. They didn't, actually. But right at the end of the first half, a ball is played in from Fabinho into Mane. There's about six seconds to go before the one-minute added time is concluded. The referee blows. The referee blows for half-time. What? If the stoppage, the fourth official says there is a minimum of one minute. Minimum of one minute. How in an integral play have you blown for half time with six seconds before the minimal requirement of one minute at the time is allowed? Again, more incompetency from referees in the Premier League this season. I am fed up with this because that was a one-on-one moment Mane was going to have with um with uh De Gea but we we denied that chance and that was the first half um lots of possession on the ball but no creativity at all starving second half starts now um for the first 10 minutes it's exactly like the first half where we're just not break we're not able to break down um Man United at all they were again Salah could not get out of Shaw's pocket um, that first 10-minute period in the first half. Mane was getting the upper hand on Juan Bissaka a little bit. Um, he had the cross came in, but came to nothing. All of the low crosses were just easily read for Lindelof to cut out or or De Gea to catch. Um, and then Thiago had a shot outside the box. Um, De Gea does well to save that. Um, but then after that, Man United begin to grow in confidence. And on the counter-attack, they were asking questions in Liverpool. And um, they, they had a key chance where... Who was down the left-hand side for them? It might have been Cavani. I think Cavani came on for Martial. And I think Cavani played in um, Bruno Fernandes. And then Fernandes... Under hits the shot, Allison saves it though. He saves it really well. Henderson clears his lines. And then um We were in a game. We were in a game a little bit. Man United began to grow in confidence. Um Shakiri was kind of struggling a little bit. Uh he got booked in the first half. He did very well in the first he did very well in the first half, by the way. Because he had a couple of pot shots outside the box and didn't mean anything. But he, he, he linked up play that allowed that key chance for Firmino, who should have scored, but didn't score. But if that was Diogo Jota, we know what that scoreline was going to be. Um, yeah, Shakiri comes off. Curtis Jones comes on. Uh, yeah, Cavani came on for Martial. Um, and then again, it was, it was between like the 60th and 80th minute. I'd say the game was in the balance. Obviously, in the first half, Liverpool had all the possession. This time, Man United were making it kind of like a basketball-type game-ish, where it was like end-to-end of trying to create something, trying to create a key chance. But yeah, uh, and then Liverpool have another moment where Rashford finds himself in on goal. Fabinho ushers him out and Henderson. They do well to 2v1 Rashford and get him out of there. Um, and then Pogba, he found himself in a good position to score. 
Um, Allison, crucial, crucial save once again. And it felt like we were very, we were looking fortunate to even get a point. And then the another substitution, Wijnaldum comes off. James Milner comes on. And then we bring on Divock Origi. For, for Firmino, these substitutions, it's, it's really pissing me off now. It's really pissing me off. Origi, who, was, who is constantly disinterested, not passionate enough anymore. He hasn't even got the ability. Why are we not using Minamino? I just don't understand. We've destroyed this boy's confidence for no reason. Absolutely destroyed this boy's confidence for no reason. Um... And yeah, and after that, Liverpool just couldn't break Man United down. We had a couple corners, but the United dealt with it very well. And we just had no answers at the end of the day. And the game ends nil-nil. So, in terms of positive result, that's excellent for Man United. Because they stay top of the league. However, Man, United, Man City got two games in hand. If they win both their two games in hand, the Crystal Palace, who they got next... In the next hour or two. And they got Everton away. If they win both. They're top of the league. And they're favourites. They're favourites right now. Because right now everything's going well for them. They can keep clean sheets. They ain't got no major injuries. They signed Ruben Diaz. Who's been integral at centre back. Um, They got the answers right now. So everything is flowing for Manchester City. But in terms of Liverpool. This is concerning. It is really concept three games now without a goal, without a Premier League goal. First time in 16 years or something like this where we haven't scored, um, where we haven't won. Or so, no, it's the first time we haven't won a game in four years, I think, with the, nil, with the lack of goals and the first time where Liverpool haven't scored in three games. So, Jurgen Klopp, my friend. If you think centre-back's an issue, this front three is now reaching its expiratory day. It's now reaching its expiratory day. Which means you're going to have to do something in the summer. I know we are not halfway through the season yet. But right now, that home form at the minute is probably saving us. That home form might be the reason we get top four. But it's not going to be the reason why we win the league because this form has been bad for about four or five games now. Um, Mohamed Salah, terrible today. Terrible. Oh, Luke Shaw got the upper hand on him. He goes home happier. Mane tried to make stuff happen. Didn't work. But I ain't going to fault his work rate. And Firmino, once again, all the key chances when it happens to him, he either tries to do a stupid flick or he under hits a shot which should have gone in or should have really tested the keeper to his maximum capability. If that, I just keep thinking, if that was Diogo Jota, it's a goal. It's just that simple. And, and I'm, I'm fuming again at Klopp for playing Jota in a friendly game where you get him injured. This now tells me Jota is a certified starter. Every game has to have Diogo Jota starting. And Firmino has to get dropped, personally. It, it, it's happening again, where, where our front three has plateaued. Um, also, 
having Henderson and Fabinho centre-back. This is ridiculous. Two of our best midfielders, they should have been in midfield today. But because we've played them centre-back, we've had to bring James Milner on. We've had to bring on Curtis Jones. Instead of having that prestige front three middle midfield of Thiago, Fabinho and Henderson, who are all in their prime ages, they're having to waste a year of their careers playing centre-back because FSG don't want to cough up the wallet and sign a centre-back, which is the most obvious solution. And it, I, I, it really is worrying me now. I was confident. I, I was like uh, 90% sure Liverpool would sign a centre-back in the summer. I mean, in January. Right now, I don't know what we want to do. I don't know what we want to do. How many games are we going to sacrifice Henderson and Fabinho centre-back? I feel sorry for Fabinho to even waste the, practically the whole season him playing centre-back. He deserves his wages doubled for the contribution he has held for us. In terms of man of the match, I'd give it to Fabinho and Alisson, honestly, because they kept us in the game. Without their key interceptions, key cutouts, Alisson's key saves, we would have lost today. We would, that Anfield record would have expired to the hands of our most fierce rivals, Man United. Um, we have Burnley next on Thursday. Honestly, I'd play Nat Phillips. I'd play Nat Phillips for that game. Reason why Burnley are a who-fit team. Phillips is your classic centre-back where... Um, he's your classic centre-back where he deals with all these Route 1 football nonsense. If you're not going to play Matip on Thursday, have him fit for the FA Cup game at least. At least. Because we have to play Man United again next week in the FA Cup game after the Thursday Burnley game. Um, yes, this is worrying form. Very, very worrying. I'm not in a good mood watching how we play. It 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 doesn't fulfil me with any sort of joy, um, and we're not title con we're not producing title contending form. Uh, yeah, the positive is probably that we are still not halfway through the season yet. After the Burnley game, we would have been halfway through the season, and that would tell your story of um, who's gonna finish where. But right now, this title's up for grabs, unfortunately. It's up for grabs. And Man City are firm on favourites, and rightly so. Um, The good thing is, Thiago got through 90 minutes unscathed. Henderson, no no injuries from what I've seen. But the front three, I think this is the expiration date this season. In the summer, there'll be makeshift changes. There has to be, because... This is unacceptable. Another, uh, having two centre mids and centre back, there's no solution there. There's just no solution. Um, yeah, and fair play to Manchester United. I think they'll be very happy with a draw. They would be because that home record, the best home record versus the best away record and the game ends in a draw. The most obvious, obvious scoreline ever. I should have I should have known to put nil nil on. If if you put a bet on for nil nil, congratulations because the best home record be the best away record produced a draw. 
And we'll see what happens at Old Trafford where we haven't won in seven years. So, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to LSC Reactions. Um, yeah, instead of half an hour, it's 20 minutes. Tune in on Thursday where I'll review Burnley versus Liverpool. But right now, Liverpool are in a rut and they need to find a solution. And this can't go on any longer. Otherwise, we will drift away from um, first place, essentially. So, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Like, share, subscribe. And tune in Thursday night. Thank you.